And welcome to another exciting edition of Across the County. I'm Noah. Thank you so much for joining me. Well, on today's show, we're going to take COVID-19 in a different direction. You know I have hit all the angles on the show since this started in early 2020. We've talked about the medical impact. We've talked about the ways that you can boost your immunity. We have talked about the financial impact, and we have talked about small businesses. But now, maybe take a seat and realize that it might be a different way that people are experiencing the coronavirus and being able to get through it on other parts of the world outside of the United States, quite frankly. And we're talking about today Central America and Honduras because they've also, besides COVID, try and wrap your mind around this. They have experienced back-to-back, not just one, back-to-back destructive hurricanes which has left families devastated without food, without the basics that they need, that you need to survive, but we're able to get those things here at home, right? So even as many were already struggling because of the food crisis caused by COVID-19, these hurricanes come along and they make it so much worse. And many of the schools still shut down. Many of those safety nets don't exist You know, we get the stimulus checks here in the United States, whether you do need them or not, you get them. They don't get that over in Honduras and Central America. And one organization that always steps up to the plate to help people in need is Food for the Poor. You hear about them all the time here at Salem, San Diego, KPRZ. If you're listening on The Answer San Diego, I want you to go to kprz.com as we're talking about this. Food for the Poor, a tremendous nonprofit rushing life-saving food to these countries like Honduras. And they're urgently asking for increased food shipments because they're not able to get through this pandemic right now. They're just not. And I thought no better person to talk to with what's going on over there in Central America than Paul Jacobs. He's one of the media people that works for Food for the Poor, tells these stories about some of the things that he's seen. And I would like to say he's seen it all because we've worked closely over the years. This is a whole new level, Paul, and it's unbelievable what some people are experiencing. And real quick, before I hand it over to you, I want people to go to kprz.com or they can also at any time hit pound 250 on their mobile device and say food for the poor to be connected to an operator and they can with a one time gift of $185 as they listen and they feel their heartstrings being tugged on provide six months of life-saving food for five suffering children in Honduras. Hey, welcome back to the show. I know that's kind of a bleak way to start, but it's good to talk to you. No, no, it is great to be here, and it's great to be back in uh, Southern California and San Diego, in particularly. Um, you know, for 11 years working with Food for the Poor, one of my most memorable experiences is going back to the audience at uh, K Praise, and uh, you know, and saying, "This is the need," and you literally have responded admirably year after year. Now we are here in the midst of something that. We We've all experienced this pandemic. And as Noah, you just said so accurately, this has affected all of us. But in countries like Honduras, it has had a very unique effect. Now, no one could have imagined that a year ago we would be in this situation one year later. We all said, well, two weeks, let's stay uh, socially distanced, let's uh, self-quarantine. But in our countries like Honduras, no one there could have imagined 
that this lockdown would have last several months, much less a year. And then on top of which, the cost of basic goods rose dramatically, making staples like beans and rice and corn literally unreachable to the poor. And when I say poor, I'm not talking about someone who's, well, the poor here is defined as uh, maybe under $20,000 a year in income. We're talking about families, husbands, mothers, that li literally earn a dollar or two a day. How do you keep a roof over your head? How do you feed your children? And then, yes, as you brought up so rightly, the, the schools have been shut down now and many are still closed. But these schools don't represent just education. These schools have been the, the life source for these children where they get their only meal of the day in many of these communities. So, in fact, our children, when we were sending them home to do virtual school until we could open up safely, these children had no virtual school. They had to be home self-quarantine, isolated for fear of contagion, but then on top of which they're starving. And then again, and as you just said, that it was their one source. So they were looking forward, not just going to school because it maybe was a place to see their friends and to to learn, but they were they knew they knew in their hearts that they yes. were going to get fed there. Yes, exactly right. And so we went to uh, our ministry partners last year and we said what we've been saying as Food for the Poor has been ministering for four decades now. We said, what do you need? And we thought originally that it would be PPE, it'd be hand sanitizer, it'd be all these medical needs. And as our executive vice president and chief marketing officer, Angel Loma, will share in this clip, it was food that was the greatest need for these families. Food for the Poor's Angel Loma talks about the food crisis brought on by COVID-19. Now the biggest shortage is food. That surprised me because I thought it would be medicine, it would be this, it would be other, which we're still sending. But almost every single one of our partners said that food is the greatest need right now. Because can you imagine people who are living less than $2.41, which is the definition of extreme poverty, of destitution, if now they have lost the ability to do whatever they were doing before to earn that $2.41. That is going from, from hunger into starvation. Right now, you can make a difference. Your $37 gift is going to provide one child six months of life-saving food. It's just $37. For most of us, that's pizza on a Friday night. But we're asking, would you dig deep and ask the Lord, would you be able to give a gift of $185 that would provide five children life-saving food? That's an entire family of children, possibly two, that would have life-saving food for the next six months with your generosity, your love. It's one phone call from your mobile phone. You simply dial pound 250 from your mobile phone, dial pound 250, press send, and say the key phrase, food for the poor. Or many of you are very comfortable, and the fastest and easiest way to do anything these days is to go to a website, click a banner. So just go to kprz.com, click the big red food for the poor banner, and inside of moments, you can give your gift and save a life. Now, again, go to kprz.com. I know a lot of our listeners are very high tech and they like doing a lot of different things online. So again, kprz.com. You can not just give food, but you're giving hope and you're giving life. And if you can make that one-time gift of $185, that is six months of life-saving food, not just for one kid, not for two, for five suffering children. 
And it might seem like a lot of money, but I often relate it to this, Paul. Paul Jacobs, my guest, Food for the Poor, right here and across the county. Often during a week, I go to some coffee house five days a week. And sometimes I'm buying for myself. Sometimes I'm buying for myself and another family member or a friend. And you realize very quickly how much those coffee tabs add up. And at the end of the week, sometimes it's $50, $60. Multiply that times a couple of weeks, and that could be very easily $185. Maybe just go, if that is what you've budgeted for yourself, maybe just cut back on the coffee a little bit, have your coffee at home, and help the kids that need this during this trying time. You know, what it boils down to is 20 cents a meal. (laughs) 20 cents a meal when you give your generous gift. And, you know, here, let's just talk about for a moment uh, those coffee beans. And we think about, uh, and I've talked about it, you know, earlier, the the farmers. We talked about those who work on the land. And we in country, farming is a big part of the lifestyle of these families. Well, when these destructive hurricanes hit, many of you probably don't know this, but they hit 13 days apart. Nearly 30 made landfall nearly 30 miles apart from each other. In places like Honduras, entire communities were wiped out, families displaced. These are category four and five hurricanes that took everything that they ever knew. Many of these families told us we left with the shirts on our back. Many families that we met recently on our trip to Honduras with our ministry partner there, uh, they made us basic home of scrap metal and, and rotten wood that washed up from the shore. And then over and over, we were told that in Honduras alone, more than 75% of the crops completely wiped out and gone. Wow. As you listen to our ministry partner, Linda Coilo, talk about that. 75% or more of the crops in Honduras are gone. Big ones, small ones are gone. So these people that used to help the neighbors cannot help them because now they are as poor as the one next door. So we have to depend on the aid that comes from outside, international aid, like the one that comes from USA, like the one that comes from Food for the Poor and the donors. Because here, there's no way. We got to a point that we dropped so low in our incomes, in the crops, in, in the housing, in everything. We lost everything. So imagine that if you can, a country that is so heavily dependent on their farming as a source of income to outsource those products so that they can make a living, those farmers, those families can make a living, and within two weeks, completely destroyed, wiped out. And no child should have to go hungry because of that. And that's where you can come in and partner with KPRZ, Salem, San Diego, and Food for the Poor. Go to kprz.com. Dial pound 250 from your mobile phone and just hit send, say food for the poor, or call 855-834-4673. You can make a one-time gift of $37 if that's easier for you. That provides life-saving food for one suffering child. Or again, what we're really aiming for, and I know there's a lot of you out there that can probably do this. We've also got stimulus checks that some of us have received and maybe we didn't need. Maybe have some of that money left over. $185 one-time gift. Six months of life-saving food. And when I say life-saving, it's not because they're hungry. It's because if they don't eat, they're going to die. And that is for five suffering 
kids. And what I what I like about food for the poor, Paul, what I always have over the years that I've we you know talked with you and and other uh, fine people from the organization is. People need to know that the money that they're donating, it goes straight to the cause. You don't use this for some overhead that's going to keep the operation with, you know, the fancy office chairs. This goes to the kids that need it. No, exactly. Because efficiency and effectiveness has been the bedrock of how Food for the Poor is operated for close to 40 years. When you give your gift, whether it's $37 to save one child with six months of life-saving food, or you trust God to give a $185 one-time gift to provide five children life-saving meals for the next six months, it's going to be turned around to our ministry partner on the ground. That's pastors and local ministries that are saving the lives of these families and communities that we, for the most part, have not seen or heard on the news. Maria is one mother of to put a face on your giving. And she is in La Esperanza, Honduras. And this mother, with her children, after getting help through a donor, a listener just like you, who gave to Food for the Poor, she received the food that she desperately needed to feed her children. And it was amazing, her response. She said, I felt human again. <laughs> I thought, my word, she felt human again. Your gift is not just providing food for these hungry children's bellies to give these children, these mothers' most valued treasure, the, the, the sustenance that they need. You're giving this mother hope and the ability to restore her dignity to care for her children. That's exactly what you're doing. And you all know, <laughs> if you've gone and fallen hard times, someone has come to your need and come to your aid so that you can take care of your children. So that's what we're asking you to do right now with every phone call. When you dial from your mobile phone, pound 250, press send. Say the key phrase, food for the poor. Give your best gift. In fact, I'd like to challenge five of you listening right now. You and four others to give your best gift and, and give so that God really responds through you. And you today could be an answer prayer to prayer. You know, Paul, sometimes we all fall on tough times here at the States and I'm, you know, everybody's circumstance is different, but I know when I face challenges over the years, sometimes, you know, maybe I've gone to my savings account. Sometimes maybe I've unfortunately had to take out a loan. Maybe I've just cut back on the expenses that I really didn't need. And I've been able to not only get by, but thrive a little bit better. That is not what we're talking about here. These families cannot do that. These families are making less than, as we were talking about with the clip just moments ago, less than two dollars and 41 cents a day how can you expect anybody any human that lady was able to feel human again to be able to survive on two dollars and 41 cents they absolutely cannot do it so when you make your gift your generous gift and we know that you are maybe having a hard time yourself but it's always about the gift of giving god will want you to search your heart and give what you're able to do and that's different for everybody if it's a one-time 37 dollar gift that's awesome you're saving one child one suffering child with life-saving food could include beans and rice and uh, canned sausages as well or maybe you can give that 185 dollar gift that paul and i are so desperately trying to get out there that we know five of you can do just do it right now pound 250 from your mobile phone hit send and say food for the poor or call 855-834-4673 Paul, maybe just describe what this, the things that you have seen uh, since all of this devastation has taken place that has really just made you sit back and go, wow, I, I really didn't think that things could get this bad. 
<laughs> no, I, I didn't think so either. I have for worked for Food for the Poor for the better part of <laughs> literally for a long time. Ah, yes, eleven. Years. I know because we've been working together. <laughs> exactly. I've traveled to Guatemala, Nicaragua. I've been to these countries. We've been to to Haiti, and I've seen devastation and I've seen poverty on a level that I've never seen. I'm raised. I was raised by a single parent. And I thought my experience in poverty with my father working two jobs and not able to make ends meet at times where the lights went out and times where we went without running water in our home. The water that we had to wash our face, brush our teeth, flush a toilet came from the abandoned house next door mm. in a bucket. That was my experience. But then I travel to Guatemala right before the pandemic struck and I met a 10 year old boy. That in his eyes, I saw my eyes at that age, similar to when I was growing up with my single parent. And I thought, oh my goodness, this cannot compare to my experience. And it's not to, to make anyone's experience and hardship any less. But this 10-year-old boy said to me that he wanted to quit school. And he, his mother was, you could see the pain in her face. He wanted to go to work with his daddy because his little sister, four years old, was hungry and she didn't eat every day and didn't eat healthy every day, but at least he was going to school. They were able to get him to school and get a meal. When I saw this right before the pandemic struck, I immediately, once everything happened and we had the, the countries were shut down and the families were isolating and on lockdown and self-quarantining themselves, I thought this little boy now doesn't even have school to go to to get his only meal. No his hope. His father, no hope. And so we're asking you right now, in the face of this pandemic, in the face of tragedy of two destructive hurricanes, we're asking you to just partner with these mothers, these children who are of no fault of their own in a desperate and dire situation. We we heard of a of families in places like Guatemala and Nicaragua that were tying ro uh, tying to their doorposts in their front of their homes mm -hmm. these these white sheets these 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 papers these white sheets of paper sometimes there were bed sheets that they would write on there tenemos hambre no comida hoy we are hungry we have no food today wow. and 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 this was to let passerbys government officials anyone who would see this know that there's children here and they have no food that's how desperate these white flags were and what it represented but with your generous loving gift right now you are tearing down that flag for every child for every home when you make that phone call to pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the key phrase food for the poor you know just like you uh i mean i was actually raised by two parents but i'm a single father myself and i have been for just many many years and at times again it was really really hard and i didn't know how i was going to get by but it fails in comparison paul with what these kids in honduras central america some of those other countries are dealing with when you have to take a sheet and put it in front of your home and in your native language say we have no food we are starving that is a whole nother level that i think that most of us have a hard time imagining yes and and, and you know here's a mother that is just daily praying that someone will come along, someone will pass by, someone will answer her prayer that she is, is going to get food to eat. In fact, I, I want you to hear the story of Marta and her encounter with one of the pastors who traveled and met mothers just like Marta. When it comes a time and there is no food, how does she help the children get through that when, they, when their stomachs are, are empty? 
dijo, ahorita pasan así mismo, pero otro día vamos a trabajar y vamos a comer lo que nosotros queremos. Pero si tenemos... I told them that today we cannot eat, but uh, another day we will have food. Yeah, we need to work in order to, to have food to put in our plates. What she prays, what does she pray to God for? I asked God for help for my children and to give us bread to have uh, each day something to eat. Listening to testimony of some of the residents brings you to tears to know that people are suffering, but in the same breath, they still possess a hope and a belief that God is going to rescue them. So even though I might cry as to their plight, I'm encouraged that even in the midst of what they're going through, that they maintain a faith and a belief that God will come to see about me. And I think one of the ladies said that whatever God starts, he will finish. And God would not let us be out here and not come and get us. So that lets me know that wherever you are, God's going to come and get you. How amazing is that, Paul, that despite being hungry, seeing their children suffer and knowing that they don't have a clue where that next meal might come from, that they still have that hope that God is going to provide and in ways that actually facilitates our partnership with you with Food for the Poor. They might not know that directly, but that's that hope that they have, that somebody's actually going to provide for them and make sure that they're going to be okay in the end. You're facilitating of hope. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, according to the, the word of the Lord. But you are providers and facilitators of hope. Your gift does more than just fill a child's stomach. Two meals a day for the next six months. Just think of the impact of that. But it is going to provide a mother with hope, a mother whose daily prayer is not that my child's grades will improve, not that my my child will behave this week in in, in their, their extracurricular activity or their school, not that um, you know my family will be able to make ends meet and get this bill paid. I mean, and those are valid prayers. But this mother's praying that someone will come along and help me to feed my children. That is truly a prayer of desperation. You can answer that prayer right now. You could be an answer to prayer. All you have to do is dial pound 250 from your mobile device, hit send, say food for the poor. You'll be connected so you can give a $185 one-time gift, six months of life-saving food for five suffering kids. Maybe that's a little out of your range, and that's perfectly okay. Everybody's heart's going to tell them something different. You can still, for $37 on a one-time gift, save one child from um, starvation. They're not hungry. I don't like to say that. They're starving. And if they don't eat, they're going to die. But you can help bridge that gap and bring them back to feel human again, Paul. Yes, because this is this is the this is the end, essence of what Food for the Poor's mission has been for the better part of close to 40 years is to minister to the needs of families, minister to the needs of families, both physically and spiritually. How in the world can a mother hear the gospel message if her children are not eating, if she herself is hungry? And how can a father have any dignity to, to look at his children nightly as they cry themselves to sleep in hunger? This is true starvation at its worst. And I've seen it my, with my own eyes, and I know the desperation. But I know on the other side of your generosity, there is hope. Now, our, fam our ministry partners and our families that they minister to on the ground have all told us that we, we have been experiencing 
in all of the countries, we have been experiencing this pandemic in the worst way. Mm. And now on top of that, these two devastating hurricanes that struck six of our countries in Latin America and the Caribbean. We're asking you right now to understand this is a widespread issue, but our ministry partners are ready to respond with your giving to give these families the food that they need. All we simply are asking you to do is search deep down, to pray, to talk to your spouse, talk to your family, sit your children down, in fact, and say, what should we do? Could we spare $37 and maybe have PB&J this Friday instead of our, our regular pizza night? Or can we turn around and give of what we have so that another child can live? All our countries are hurting, as you hear Marcus Frisch, our project's director, tell. Marcus Frisch is director of projects with Food for the Poor. All of the countries in which we work, you see abject poverty. You have people that are living on less than $1.90 a day, and in many cases, even less than that. We have gone into many areas where that family was at its wit's end. One more day, and their children may have starved to death. The generosity of our donors allows us to go into the most remote locations where many times I can tell you personally, they have said, we thought the world forgot about us. So imagine you're seeing your child there crying of hunger pains, unable to move, and you can't do anything about it. And then here comes an organization that is providing food that food is also letting that family know they aren't forgotten. They aren't forsaken. They are part of God's children and someone cares about them. And that in itself, many times, will give them the strength to persevere. You know, as we wrap up here, Paul Jacobs, my guest, uh, Food for the Poor. One way I always try and put things in perspective, because I cherish my kids so much and they are truly gifts from God to me. What would you do if your kids were in the same situation? You would be devastated. You would be heartbreaking. What lengths would you go to to make sure that they were able to eat? You would go to any length. So imagine if that was your child, what amount would you give? The the, the number is astronomical. It, it wouldn't matter. So maybe just take a moment if you've already been thinking about it. And I like what Paul said. Sit down with your entire family. Make it a family decision. Hey, you know what? We're going to help out five kids by donating $185. Why? Because we have a little extra money or, you know, we're going to cut back on our, on our pizza night or our, you know, our coffees together just for a little bit so that for six months we can give life-saving food to five kids. It's not a lot to ask. At the end of the day, Paul, when you really think about it, it's actually an exponential gift. To think about what you would do for your own children is to think about what your last year has been like and what you, what you, the links that you went to make sure that your family was cared for. And Galatians 2.10 tells us and reminds us, and Paul the Apostle said, all they asked was that we remember the poor, the very thing I was eager to do all along. Today, we're asking you right now to remember the poor with your best gift, your generosity, your love, your compassion at work so that you can be an answer to prayer Mm. to provide children with life-saving food for the next six months that will literally save their life. I'm going to give you the contact information one more time, and I'm going to have Paul wrap us up here on Across the County. It's easy. You can donate in a couple of ways. KPRZ.com might be the simplest. If you have access to the Internet, you're there a bunch. It's very secure. KPRZ.com. Click on the online banner to get started. 
Dial pound 250 from your mobile phone, hit send, and just say food for the poor. You will be connected with an operator. Or here's the old school number, the phone number that you can call as well. Give by calling 855-834-4673. Paul, wrap us up. Paul Jacobs, food for the poor. Uh, Why is this such an important ask? And I know, at least looking at it from the outside, from my perspective, it's not because these kids were already hungry and they were already having maybe a hard time getting by you throw covid on top of that that's one thing you throw two devastating hurricanes on top of that that's too much to ask from anybody so what would you add to this message on why this need is so important the problem of this food crisis and food shortage the problem of what is happening in the midst of this pandemic in these countries like honduras is a today problem it will only get worse tomorrow. Our concern at Food for the Poor, our concern, our ministry partners' concern on the ground right now is that tomorrow may be too late for these children. Now, I just want to say coronavirus has taken so much from all of us, but I'm asking you to use what this pandemic has given back to us. It's given us this capacity to love, to have compassion, Mm. to be generous with what God has resourced us with. So please, Will you remember the poor and be generous with what God has resourced you with? Paul Jacobs, my guest on Across the County, thank you for just taking the last half hour and sharing this dire need of what these kids are not needing tomorrow, or actually they are needing it tomorrow. They're not needing it in a couple of weeks. They don't have any time to get by. They need this now, and that's why the need is urgent. And again, once more, I'm going to give out the phone number, 855-834-4673, kprz.com, pound 250 from your mobile device. And if you can give anything Prayers are very much appreciated. Any financial donation is greatly appreciated. I'm asking you to give that $185 one-time gift for six months of life-saving food for five kids. Paul Jacobs, thanks for coming on, my friend. It's been far too long, but I guess that usually means uh, that maybe things are going a little bit better in the world. So let's continue to make a difference wherever we can. Amen. God bless you, Noah. God bless you, Paul. Noah here and across the county. Stay tuned. There's more coming up again. Donate kprz.com. Click on the banner, Food for the Poor.